We are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee to encourage you to make your moments count. This is our seventh and final installment in the Habit Myth-Busting series. Good thing it's the last one because apparently I can't say <laughs> Habit Myth-Busting. You said it better at the beginning of the series than you say it now. <sighs> habit Myth-Busting series, and today's myth is... We have been teasing the bongos every episode, and people thought it was a mythical unicorn that we didn't own bongos, <laughs> but we do. So there's the drum roll that we have been teasing every other episode. So today, after the climatic bongo drum roll, the tracking behavior equals forming a habit. That is the myth. <laughs> you didn't say it to allow me to do that. <laughs> It's not true. This is a close cousin to the idea that if we download a tracking app and we track faithfully, we'll form a new habit. But while tracking can really be useful, it actually has nothing to do with how we form habits. It is appealing though. We were just talking about working in streaks yesterday and I know that not breaking a streak has become a big deal for you in your workouts in the morning. Yeah, that's true. And it's more than I thought. I mean, when I first started working <laughs> out, I didn't think streaks would be very important, but I'm very happy that I've been consistent. The consistent action has shown results. I'm stronger, more flexible. I have less back pain. It's a streak that has kept me working out a couple times when I didn't want to work out and didn't quite feel up to it. Tracking, though, is not the same as a streak. I think tracking is more of being aware of what's currently going on with you or, or what you have done. You can track your food. You can track how many steps you have a day. You can track how many times you work out like I do, or you can track how many books you read. Mm -hmm. But tracking and all that does not form the habit. It may be a good initial catalyst that makes you desire to start a habit. You see the poor diet or the number of steps that you haven't taken or low activity. It can make you aware of how you feel or the extra weight or, or whatever, but it doesn't help form the habit. That's true. Intentionally working in a streak can be a strategy. And that's kind of what we were talking about yesterday. And it can help you, like you said, in like short term motivation to giving. keep you going to get over the, the speed bump <laughs> yeah. or the roadblock that you hit. But here's why it's a myth, because when we focus on an app or on tracking as a strategy or for our motivation for habit forming, we're missing the point because tracking is a useful tool, but not a strategy. What it does do is give us data. We can tell how our habit forming strategy is performing. So we know better if we need to adjust, but it's not a strategy in and of itself. It's kind of like saying that if we have a budget that will make us wealthy. Well, budgets are a great tool and we all ought to have one and a budget can tell us how we're spending our money, but it is not going to actually build our wealth. Exactly, data or data. data. <laughs> I obviously, apparently I say data, you say data. You say potato, I say potato. No, no you I, don't. I do not, no one says potato. Um, so that's, you know, the data data, that's what makes us aware that we need to change or how we're doing, even, you know, the results of how we're doing. It's a great measurement, like you said, tool, but by then the habit is already formed. So it's just kind of reinforcement. I think the other problem with tracking is that it's it's really fun. <laughs> it, it feels concrete and it, we get this dopamine hit from checking off the box that we've done something and there's nothing wrong with that. 
but we want the dopamine hit to be connected with the behavior that we're trying to encourage, with the actual thing that we're trying to form the habit of, rather than just the tracking. Yes, they are related, kind of a support system for the habit, and that does make it fun and makes it rewarding to have the rewards. I feel like I'm repeating myself. I'm supporting <laughs> that habit. I'm tracking that and repeating myself. I do have to admit that I love how tracking feels. I really do. It can give us that second celebration reinforcement of doing what we say we want to do. I've never found an app to be super helpful for this, and I've tried them before. I probably should look again. There's probably a whole new batch that's been put out since I've tried them. But I tend to do it on paper in my notebook and make a chart for each month. And I gotten away from it because I think that I was using it as my strategy. Maybe I should bring it back now just as part of a review of my daily routine instead of the strategy. Old school paper tracking. Mm -hmm. That sounds a lot like an exercise journal. Ah! No, not a journal. <laughs> not a journal. Well, I've gotten away from it, but mine was more what used to be referred to like hundred years ago as a common book. It was just a place for all my notes and thoughts and scheduling and things. It wasn't really a journal. Okay, good. <laughs> starting to sweat. We're not going there today. I'm sweating. Yeah. As I was reminding myself about what we were actually going to talk about today, I was also thinking about when it's helpful to track. And we talked about the idea of really knowing how we're doing about having that data data. And I was thinking about what it's like when we don't have that information. So if I'm tracking and I miss a day, Remember, one of the myths that we busted says you don't need to be perfect. If right. you miss a day, it's okay. Well, if we miss a day and we're tracking, it's really clear, oh, I've just missed a day. That's fine. I can get right back on track. And you can see where that's happened before. And it's easy to recover from. And even if we do it a couple of days, then it's an indicator, oh, wait, I better check in with my strategy. But if we don't track, it tends to blow up in our minds. It just gets magnified. It's, I've screwed up. This is non-recoverable. And then it's just easier to quit. So all that to say that tracking is really useful, but it's not what actually forms the habit. Doing the behavior is what forms the habit. Yeah, and also on the other side of that tracking, if you're not tracking and you miss a day and then you miss two days, or you don't realize how many days you've missed. Yeah. So it works both ways. That You can see that you did miss and it's okay to miss, but but if you're not tracking, you may not have worked out in a week and it may seem like a day or it may seem like two weeks. You, you just don't know. You don't have that physical data data to lay it out in front of you. And the other thing to remember is that the whole point of a habit isn't a behavior that you have to keep tracking. The point of forming a habit is that it becomes habitual. And the definition of that is that it just happens automatically. So at some point, the tracking kind of should become superfluous or non-useful because it's just something that's part of your daily routine and you do it every day. That's the whole point of trying to make it a habit. Right. Right. I agree. Well, I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> it's always helpful when we agree. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Today's to-go cup takeaway question is think about how does busting this myth change your ideas about habit forming? We've covered a lot of habits and how have any of them, you know, kind of reflect back since this is, you know, the seventh and last one that we can <laughs> lament about um, that our series is over. But think about how these habits and busting these myths has, has changed how you feel about habits. Yeah. And also, if you are a person who is tracking things, begin to ask yourself, are you using the tracking as a strategy or is it just record keeping? 
Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters box, which is now open for the July orders right now. Um, the theme, uh, do we want to? Sure. Okay. The theme for July is listening. We will have a series of thought-provoking questions each day and a gratitude prompt about listening, how that affects us, how it affects our mind, how it affects our relationships and everything like that. And you do get a fantastic bag of coffee with it. The fun part of this job is I can scout out local <laughs> coffee roasters, which I was doing yesterday to figure out whose coffee goes into the next box. So I will not reveal that, but it's a fun part of the job. If you want to check that out, you can go to connectovercoffee.link backslash MMM. If you want an easy step into morning routine, that Morning Moments Matter box. Super simple way to take the time you use to brew your morning coffee. Turn it into a ritual that starts your day with engaging your body, mind, and heart. And also, life is too short for bad coffee. It is. So that's why we have the good coffee in there. <laughs> it's good coffee. It is good coffee. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We look forward to coffee and conversation with you each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We will be back on Friday at 7 a.m. Central Time, so make plans to join us then. Until Friday morning, remember that your best day starts right now. Stay caffeinated, y'all. Did you know today is National Fudge Day? Did you bring me fudge? I can. I have to go out. I will bring you fudge if you want. Woohoo! It's also June is Turkey Awareness Appreciation Month. They should have that in November. Yes, they should. It would be much more of a Although thankful it, it thing. Might, Not might, for the turkeys. It might be safer for the turkeys if they had it in October. So you come into November feeling all thankful and aware and grateful for turkeys. Did you know Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national bird instead of the eagle? Doesn't everyone know that? I don't know. But I was asking you specifically. <laughs> I don't care about anybody else. You do, or you wouldn't be asking that kind of <laughs> silly question when we're already recording. Who comes up with these national days? You know, tomorrow is National Brake Pad Day. No, it's not. I made that up. Well, see, you do. <laughs> People <laughs> make them up. Who makes these things up? And how can you monetize it? That's the question. Now I know <laughs> that you're becoming an entrepreneur because your first response to everything is, how can we monetize that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be a little short, so I just fluffed it up in there some places. <laughs> you fluffed it up. <laughs> <laughs> was that recorded? Yes. <laughs> Don't say that. Oh, that's staying in. <laughs> <laughs>